Hello and welcome to Into the Grid Comics Edition, a podcast where we read every issue of Boom Room's ongoing Power Rangers comics and some other ones along the way. I'm Sean and I'm joined as always by Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Howdy. How's it going? It's going all right. Ready to talk uh, about this chapter. I'm I'm glad. Um, it it is an issue, not a chapter. Whatever, you know? dude. You're, you, you've been deep in bookland, apparently, because you're talking about chapters a lot. They're all chapters to me, you know? <laughs> no, I don't. They're just chapters that are sold separately. Okay. Okay. Fair enough, I guess. I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, this issue, this week, uh, we're talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, issue number seven, written by Kyle Higgins, Illustrated by Henry Pasecha, as always. Tyler, what did you think of number seven? We're back at the plot now, because we took a little break. We went to do the annual last time, and now we're back here. So what do you think? That was a good, good uh, issue. Almost an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that's all that, like, if this had been a full episode of Power Rangers, that's all that you got was just, like, a bunch of people talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, I guess there was an action sequence at the end, so this could have been a full episode of Power Rangers. If you guys wanted to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter, but now we're going to talk about number seven, issue seven of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers by Boom Studios. The issue starts with Billy. He's waking up in the dark dimension because uh, last time we left off, he did not go with the rest of the Rangers into the uh, into the like the virtual space area, the simulation. Yeah, he got uh, grabbed world. out of his teleport. Yeah. And when he when he wakes up in the dark dimension, he is joined by Goldar. Goldar is also there, and Goldar has been chained up. And Billy's like, "Oh, what? You're 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 one of them." Goldar's like, mm, "Yeah, but I I suck at my job, so uh, so they put me in here." And uh, Billy flames him. <laughs> he goes, "But you failed Rita before a, a lot. Why is this different?" And and Goldar was like, "You better shut the fuck up before I break you, Blue Boy." <laughs> like, they're really not to make Goldar look scary in these shots. Yeah, and I really Despite like this interaction. Him being like a, a fumbling idiot. Yeah, and I like this interaction a lot between the two of them. I like, uh, I like the way Goldar says, "You know," he says, "I failed my queen and lost her Green Ranger. I welcome my shackles. Her punishment is just." And I think that kind of. Explains a lot of Goldar's character. More than the show ever does. He's never spoken like that before in his life. No, never. Um, I guess he kind of talks like that a little bit in uh, in the annual we just read. Yeah. Very in line with that. Um, at the command center, the Black Dragon is tampering with the dinosaurs, and he reprograms them to obey his commands, uh, which is dangerous he's a little overpowered a little strong he is he's an interesting he's an interesting boy isn't he there's a lot going on with him and inside of the command center in like one of the most horrific things i've ever seen in my life the putties are being sacrificed to form a wall like they're stacking putties on top of each other and then flaming using a flamethrower to melt them together Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I and that that's uh that's horrific. Hey, and there's putties, dude. They don't have any feelings. Uh, 
Well, remember we read that uh, we read that one nope, thing don't in the annual. That. <laughs> uh, we also have some putties that are they have taken Rita's throne and put it down in the command center where the uh, Zordon energy tube used to be. Rita sits down on the chair, picks up Alpha's broken head, and mocks him for a little bit. Before kind of kicking him aside and being like, all right, I'm going to turn you into a lamp. And his eye glows. Yeah, his eye like flickers on briefly. Um, Which, you know, they they kind of address that later on. Back in the the, uh, pocket dimension, Trini is trying to figure out why their powers won't work. And she's really upset. She's like, oh, God, Zordon or Alpha or Billy could fill this out, figure this out. And I can't. And Jason's like, it's all right. We'll we'll figure it out. No, I don't have any actual helpful ways of or ideas or anything, but, you know, you'll yeah. get it eventually. I'm sure it'll come to you. Yeah, yeah. Tommy still has... So, so, so Trini says that she thinks it's not. there's nothing wrong with the morphing grid. There's nothing wrong with their powers. There's nothing wrong with the morphers. It's their ability to connect to the morphing grid that is that that there's an issue with. And that Tommy's powers work because they're tied to a different... They're tied to the morphing grid in a different way. Yeah, he's, he's, is, got his, he's got his Ethernet cable plugged in. Yeah, they're, they're all Wi-Fi. on Wi-Fi. You hate to see it. Which is like the most in-depth lore explanation we've gotten of how their powers work, I think, ever. Yeah. Uh, I kind of hope they, I, cause I don't remember how much they get into it, but I hope they explain it a little bit more cause they didn't really, they didn't fully explain why the powers are gone, but they kind of, they pointed at some, at some possible, uh, answers in this issue. And Tommy is standing outside, just moping, watching the footage of the command center exploding over and over again. And Kimberly's like, Hey, that doesn't seem healthy. Yeah. yeah that's something you should just keep watching. Yeah. Yeah, that would not be that. I think that's probably not a good idea. And Tommy is like, "Yeah, this is all my fault. I I messed everything up. I I knew exactly how this thing worked, and I still powered it by going off the deep end. Like I'm I'm a moron." And Kimberly's like, "Yeah, you kind of are." He's like, "Man, this is a lousy first impression for me as a hero, huh?" And she goes, "Well, technically, your first impression did involve trying to kill us. I don't I don't think now's the time." Kimberly. <laughs> no, 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 that was a good joke. It was a good joke. I, I guess. I don't I don't know if now's the time to be like, yeah, remember how the first time we met you tried to skewer me? Like, hmm. I don't know, uh I don't know if now's the time. Kimberly says given that Tommy still has his ranger's power his ranger powers, uh, she says that he may yet get a chance to prove himself to them, which the Tommy Oliver show, let's go! Elsewhere around the world. Uh, there is a global pro- a global broadcast that goes off of Rita, who declares that the leaders of the world have 24 hours to surrender and pledge their allegiance to her. She also states that if there are those out there hoping the Power Rangers will come to save them, uh, yeah, don't hold your breath. Think, think again. Think again. That's like not... Sandy Cheeks. You... <laughs> God damn it! Uh, po- uh, SpongeBob podcast one. Um, it's always relevant. And then she's like, oh, and remember, like, those Zord things they have? Yeah, uh, they are mine, and the Zords are just attacking major landmarks uh, across the world. The red dinosaur is attacking um, 
the the Eiffel Tower in Paris, and the Did you say uh, the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower. Thank you. I'm so fucked up. Um, I'm so I'm. <laughs> Uh, the Eiffel Tower in 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 Paris. Thank you, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> all good, dude. All oh, we're all fine here today. How are you? Uh, I don't have to host tonight, so whew, we're good. Um, and the yellow dinosaur is attacking uh, Shibuya, and I'm pretty sure I saw Yuzora on top of the 109 building. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's up there. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's like, all right, get a little bit closer, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a steal your dinosaurd. <laughs> the team sees this, and Trini, you know, she's like, I don't, fu- I can't, I can't get the powers back. And Tommy's like, I, d- I don't care. I'm gonna go rescue Billy from the dark dimension. That's probably where they are. That's where he's gotta be. And he says, since Rita has taken the command center, her palace on the moon is gonna be low on firepower, and there are manpower. And they're like, well, how are you gonna get there? And Tommy and Jason just kind of smile at each other, and then we hard cut to the the Dragon Zord landing on the moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a rocket. It's a rocket. And we have a shot of Tommy piloting the Zord and Jason behind him looking very serious. And and Jason's kind of saying, you know, I kind of figured the Zords would be able to travel through space, but, you know. Actually doing it is kind of weird. Uh, but I got the posies in. I don't know why. I don't know why he looks so... So serious. He's just chilling, dude. Is he? He doesn't look super, like he's chilling. Super buff, hand in pocket. Just, <laughs> Frowning? Just hanging out. <laughs> frowning? <laughs> frowning. You can, you can chill and frown. I guess. The, uh, it's cool. We get to see like the defenses of Rita's palace of, uh, Bandora's palace, if you will. Um, and they're like, they have like, they have like anti-Zord guns on the walls that the putties are manning and they're like, Oh, start shooting. But, uh, the dragon Zord just fucking raises its hand and fires a bunch of missiles. As you do, as you do, as you do, as you do. Uh, Tommy gives Jason control of the Dragon Zord, and then he leaps out of it and starts his, you know, infiltration. He does that a lot. They they tend to leap out of those Zords a lot. Yeah, I mean they do that in the show as well. Like the Zord's not working. I'm gonna leap out and and cut it with my sword. Usually works though. It usually does work. I mean, I don't know if you've watched any. Di- I doubt you've watched any Dino Fury, but they did something like. They 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 had a they had a scene in this second episode where one of the rangers ran up on top of a building and then jumped off to attack the monster because they don't have zords yet. So well, I mean they have a zord now, but they didn't have zords at the time. So he like he he ran up the ran up the, to the side to the top of the building and then jumped off so that he could reach the zord the monster's head. It was pretty funny. Um. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Tommy reaches the teleporter, and then the, the, the black dragon is, like, right there. He's like, hey, hey, Tommy, how's it going? I knew you were going to do this. I'm not dumb. Yeah, if, if, if you don't want him to be there. Uh, no. Definitely definitely has a it's a trap feeling to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely uh, feels like a setup. Back in the pocket dimension, Zack is wondering if they can even get Zordon back, like, ever. He's like, what are you, is he dead? Like, 
Like, we could rebuild Alpha, but, like, what the fuck happens with Zordon? And Trini says that she feels like a coward for asking Jason to retreat, that if they'd called in their Zords or did a different strategy, it might have gone well. And Zack's like, I, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, have you no, seen that, dude? <laughs> I think we probably would have just been killed. And then they get a signal on their scanner from Alpha. Alpha is still out there somehow. He's Jarvising it in uh in Age from Age of Ultron. You know, Jar- everybody thinks Jarvis is dead, but he's still out there in the internet doing mm-hmm. his thing. As everyone is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you die, you just <laughs> roam the internet. <laughs> um the Dragon Zord is, like, destroying the putties. And Jason is like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then Tommy gets knocked flying out of the palace. And the Black Dragon grows to be massive and just absolutely wrecks the Dragon Zord, sending it adrift into space with Jason unconscious inside of it. And Tommy's like, oh, no, I gotta help Jason. And the Black Dragon's like, nope, not yet. And he grabs him by the head and just kind of holds him in the air and he says you have a much bigger problem on your hands yeah I don't know how he's gonna fight this thing uh... I don't know how anything's gonna happen at this point like everybody's kind of in a really bad place right now cause at least like when we left off in that last issue they were together right but like now like, Jason's unconscious, drifting through space. Billy is stuck inside of the Dark Dimension. Jason is being held up in the air by the Black Dragon. And Trini and Zack are useless. That's six? I feel like we're, Kimberly's there, too, somewhere. Oh, yeah, I guess Kimberly's probably still in the Dark Dimension. But uh, not the Dark the Dimension, dimension. The, uh, the Pocket Dimension. She might be doing something. Maybe she's going to show up that. with, like... A giant bow. Giant bow and arrow. Like a giant wooden bow and arrow. She just fires arrows towards the moon. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it'll reach, dude. You don't know. You don't know. And while I say that is the end of the issue, that's of course not the end of the issue because we have a more important thing to talk about now, which is the ongoing adventures of Bulk and Skull, written by Steve Orlando and illustrated by Corin Howell. I know you are always so excited for the Bulk and Skull part of the issue. No. I've never. And in this part, we see Lieutenant Stone. He's spending his weekend watching Bulk and Skull do various tasks as part of their community service. And every task along the way, they're they're trying to convince Lieutenant Stone to do something fun. And he, he, he shoots down their ideas every time. And he's like, you know, if you guys shut up and, like, worked, you'd be done by now. But he goes, you know what? You guys, you guys, you guys deserve a lunch break. You've been working hard. Hardly working, but working hard. Um, and they go to a popular sandwich shop. And Bulk is like, we are the sandwich celebrities. Because this is the place that, they, remember they ordered those sandwiches for Principal Kaplan? No. You remember that a couple issues ago? They, they did that. They I try to forget every of, part of this. They ordered a ton of sandwiches because uh they wanted to get out of detention so like when principal kaplan was talking to them the person ran in and was like oh there's so many sandwiches here for you sir and so you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying now i suppose 
So yeah, so this is the place they got those sandwiches from, and they're like, we want the bulk, and they're like, we don't, we don't have the bulk. Where's the skull? No, uh, it's never, it's never about skull, dude. It's all about bulk. I always like skull more. And uh, bulk like freaks out, and he's like, this will not stand, and then he falls on his ass, and that's uh, that's the issue. Man, riveting. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I wish that the entire thing was the bulk and skull stuff. No, no, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd just, I'd leave. I'd just block so, you on all social media. You'd block me? Yeah. That seems a little <laughs> excessive, don't you For think? For the, the, the fault of the writers, I'd block you, yes. I feel like that, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of would understand, you know? Uh, Let's do data. All right, Sean, what do you think of this episode? This, uh, what this they, issue. Uh, this <laughs> issue. I liked it a lot. I realized I never actually talked about what I thought about it. Um, I, I, really, I really enjoyed this issue. Uh, I like all the characters talking to each other. And I feel like we got an even mix of pretty much everybody except Billy. Billy only had a little bit. But I feel like everybody else got pretty equal airtime in it. Uh, I'm waiting for Kimberly to kind of have her own storyline instead of just being the Tommy cheerleader. You, you know what I mean? Like, every time she shows up, she's kind of just, like, talking about Tommy. She's like, don't worry, um, Tommy, you're cool. Right? Yeah? It's like, Kimberly, do you have a personality outside of us? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. What do you think? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Uh... <laughs> I like uh I like the drawing of um Pandora's Palace a lot with like the guns and stuff. I don't know. I don't know why I, I really am stuck on that. It looks really cool. I'm I, I guess I'm just mostly curious as to what's happening because I kind of remember and I kind of don't. And I don't remember when th certain things happen. So I'm just kind of floating along like I know I know who these people are, but I don't know when they're going to tell us who they are, if that makes sense. Okay. And I also have no idea how they're going to get out of any of the situations that they're in right now. I do not remember at all. What do you think? Uh, more, more. I know you said that you enjoyed it at the beginning, but like more broadly looking at the entire issue after we just went through it, what did you think? I thought it was a good issue. Uh, I really like... Uh... Jason in the in the Dragon Zord fighting on the moon. Uh, yeah, that's cool. And then getting his ass beat uh, <laughs> by Black Dragon. That was cool. The the, the Zord like howls in pain. It's a robot. It probably shouldn't mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the opening with Billy and and Goldar. And yeah, the Rangers had some nice interactions uh, outside of suit. What That's do cool. you think? What do you think of the Black Dragon so far? Since we've gotten a little bit, we've gotten very little of him, but we got a little bit more in this issue of him. He, uh, it definitely seems more dangerous than anything else they faced. Mm -hmm. Rhea's not really a threat, but not, not really. What Black do you think Dragon about like doing his own thing? Yeah, it, do it doesn't seem to me that he was like, hey, Rita, they're going to attack your moon to get to Billy. It kind of uh, it kind of seems like he was like, all right, here's your shit, Rita. I'm going to go do my own thing now, and I'm not going to tell you. But he seems to know what they're going to do. Yeah. 
I mean, he seems to know them way more than they know him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as we go on, hopefully the Rangers will start to, they'll start to pick it up a little bit, you know? Hopefully they'll start to not, not get absolutely smashed in every corner. Um, what's the best moment of the issue? What was your best, your favorite panel or, or interaction or whatever? I like the opening. Okay. Goldar Billy and Goldar. Uh, Tilden in Dark Dimension. I really like um all the stuff of, of Rita in the uh in the command center. Just showing her like like I really like the power move of her putting the chair where the tube used to be. And I really like the I like the imagery and like the the what it what it says about her that the putties are literally just piling on top of each other to be melted down into a wall. And I like her conversation with Alpha. So I, I think that was my favorite part was just those two pages. Uh, who's the MVP of the issue? Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Black Dragon. Uh, I, I really, I appreciate a good, a good, uh, yes, I knew what you were going to do the entire time and you had no idea reveal. I really, I really like the welcome back Tommy, uh, line. And I, I, I really like him just absolutely destroying everybody in his path. So I'm, I'm going to go with the black dragon. And what would you give this issue out of five? I'd give it a four. Okay. Uh, I will probably sit at about the right, the same, uh, same spot, four out of five. Yeah. Uh, I was originally going to give it a three, but the, the, the mass genocide of the putties to make a wall <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. You're a big fan of mass putty genocide. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Is it? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Am I weird for thinking that's weird? How many people? How many things have they destroyed? Yeah. You know. That I guess that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, come on. That one really liked getting beat up by Kimberly. I thought you'd like have some sort of kinship. No. 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 You don't no. have any sort of understanding for their desire to get beat up. Not. Not his. Not his. All right, I'm gonna tease you a little bit about what the next issue is gonna be about. I I went and I grabbed the little the little plot uh, uh, tease from from Ranger Wiki, and it says the world is on lockdown. The dinosaurs, now under the Black Dragon's control, are stationed around the globe, invoking Rita's word as law. With the Rangers left powerless, Rita calls upon Tommy to make the ultimate sacrifice or risk Angel Grove's survival. What more? A lot more at stake here than just Angel Grove, guys. So I wonder if it's going to be, she's going to be like, look, I'm going to take the whole world, regardless. But if you don't surrender, I'm going to, I'm going to like wipe out this city. Like I will kill everybody that you know and love if you don't, if you don't make the ultimate sacrifice, whatever that means. I'd assume that means give up his powers, right? That sounds what it, like what it probably is. Probably. But, um, 
I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week. But now, Tyler, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-A-M-S. And everything I do there is in my bio. You guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. All the show's art is done by at my name is Sean, at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N on Twitter. You guys can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, he does great work. I highly recommend hitting him up if you need something done. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into The Grid on Twitter. You can email us at goindothegrid at gmail.com. You can join our Discord server. The link to join is in the episode description and in our Twitter link tree. We host the anchor or we host the show on Anchor at uh, anchor.fm slash into the grid. And you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Castbox, and Podcast Addicts. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time when we go into the comics grid yeah